I'm back. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, G, and welcome back to Set It Off Podcast. I know, guys. I have been gone for a little minute, (laughs) okay, for a little minute. I've just been in a transitional period in my life, so I've just, there's been a lot of changes in my life, and it's good changes, Um, but now I'm all settled and I am ready to go. Okay. So, um, so today's episode, like I promised you guys, it's going to be juicy. So today's episode is going to be a juicy one. It's going to be a little different from what I normally do, but it's going to be very interesting. And we just going to see what it do, if it do what it do. Okay. So today's segment, okay. There's going to be a little series that I'm starting, right? So today's segment is going to be called Am I in the Wrong? And so it's going to be an advice um, episode. So for those of you guys who are not familiar with Reddit, there is a thread on there that is called Am I the Hole? Okay, if you know, you know, okay, we're gonna keep it all the way, all all the way clean on here. Okay, I'm trying to watch my language. The Lord is working on me and I'm just trying not to um, speak crazy like i used to do hallelujah can we can we thank god for change and first of all let me share this with y'all let me give y'all a life update i got baptized while i was gone i know i was plunged in the water and i was made new all my sins is washed away honey so i'm trying to clean up my language okay um for those of you guys who knew me in my bc days my before christ days yeah this used to be a little potty mouth (laughs) yeah but the lord washed me the lord cleansed me and i haven't been cursing um as much as i used to you know sometimes it slip out a little bit but the lord is working on me and i'm changing i don't even talk the same anymore um so thank can can we just take a pause and thank god for change thank god for saving a wrench like me okay praise the lord but anyways like i said this is going to be a new series called am i in the wrong that is basically a spinoff of am i the hole on reddit okay so um it's basically going to be an advice episode and i want to use this as a way to transition into giving you guys advice this is a community that we're building on each other a lot of the times with these reddit um people who are asking for advice it's never on a biblical standpoint and one thing about me two things for sure we gonna use the scripture to back up the word yeah that's what we do over here okay so that's what we gonna do we gonna give a biblical perspective we already get enough worldly perspective we gonna say what the bible says okay can i get an amen yeah so for those of you guys who do need advice hit your girl up at set it off podcast on instagram or tiktok and um i will give you my perspective a biblical perspective backing it up with the scripture telling you what i would do in that circumstance and what the bible says to do and i want y'all to know everything will be kept 100 percent anonymous we're not gonna be putting nobody on blast okay it's none of nobody's business it's between me and you we're not gonna even if you want to use fake names just to keep confidentiality i would suggest that okay you don't want people in your business putting two and two together and coming up with the equation because you know what the girls do but if you guys need advice holla at your girl i'm here for you we here to help each other okay so first of all i just want to give this little disclaimer so the disclaimer is i'm not the best reader listen in school i was not the one who would raise my hand asking can i read the next episode I would actually dread those times. So um, I'm not a great reader. So I just want to give that disclaimer. If I stumble, if my brain freezes, don't judge me. Just stick beside me. Okay. So without further ado, (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's get into it. So the first story is titled, am I in the wrong for massaging my leg in front of my friend's boyfriend and refusing to apologize? What a title. <laughs> Let's get into it. I let my friend and her boyfriend stay with me on Friday night because they were in the city to see a play. And by the time it finished, it'd be it'd be late and they'd have a long drive home. So they were planning to get a hotel room or an Airbnb. But I told them that they could use my guest bedroom. And when they got back from the play, we got takeout. In my opinion, it was a good time catching up with my friend and getting to know her boyfriend. So far, so good, right? After eating, we chilled out to Netflix for a bit. And at this point, my leg had began to have a flare up. I had an accident as a teenager, which left me messed up in the leg. So during, oh Lord, my my brain is freezing. (laughs) My brain is freezing. Hold on. Okay, okay. I I needed my brain to buffer a little bit. I'm having the toughest time reading reading some of these stuff. Okay, I'm like, ooh. Okay. So after we watched Netflix and chilled out for a bit, at this point, my my leg began to have a flare up. I was in an accident as a teenager with which left me with a messed up leg. So during the day or even just randomly, I could be left in horrible pain. This is something that all of my friends are aware of at as it is a part of my life that I have to consider whenever making plans. I just rolled up my jean up to my knee as I sat on the sofa and massaged my leg and the scar tissue to try to ease the pain as we watched the Sandman. Okay. I didn't think anything of it until today. My friend told me she hadn't appreciated me showing off my leg in front of her boyfriend and massaging it. I asked her what she meant. She seemed to be under the impression that I... I I done <laughs> see she messing me up see I'm so triggered that I'm, I'm I'm like I'm stuttering hold on she was under the impression that I had done it to try to catch his eye which I laughed at as I was so shocked and I asked her how a lot of the scar tissue meant that I was trying to catch her eye and reminded her that I had leg flare-ups I had just been trying to ease the pain. When she asked me why didn't I go into my room to do that, I told her because it was in my apartment. Duh. (laughs) Come on, sis. Come on, you're doing So she asked me why I had not gotten back into my room to do it. And I told her because it was my apartment. And we'd been watching the same thing. It's not like I took my jeans off. I had just rolled it up my leg up to my knee. Period. I didn't see... Listen, let me continue. You see, I don't want to judge too quickly. Let's continue. She wouldn't back down and demanded I apologize. Come on, sis. Hold on. Ooh, child. She wouldn't back down and demanded I I apologize to her when I told her I had nothing to apologize for and that if it had made her uncomfortable, she could have just went into the guest bedroom with him. After that, she ended the call. What? Mm Mm-mm. Let's continue. My friend had been a bit insecure in her past relationship. So maybe I should have been more thoughtful. But but doing this is by far the least sexiest thing I've ever done. It never even crossed my mind that it may have upset her at the time. When I learned that it did, she seemed certain that I did it on purpose, then demanded an apology, which made me less inclined to give her one, which is understandable. (laughs) Okay. I honestly didn't think that I did anything. 
I should apologize for, but maybe I'm being a little too stubborn right now. So she's asking, am I in the wrong? So let's 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 back it up and let's go over it, right? Boom. Her friend and her boyfriend went to go see a, a, a show in her city. They was about to get a hotel. She said, no, sis, save your coin. I got a guest bedroom. Come stay with me. Cool, right? Boom. So they watching movies. They eating. They getting to know each other. They chatting it up. Cool. She has a leg flare from a prior accident. And she said that all of her friends knew that she still had flare ups and she was constantly in chronic pain. Okay. In chronic pain from the scar tissue from this accident. Cool. Right. So she rolled her jeans up to her knees. Okay, I, I, I just need to listen. This is how I got to break things down because I need a visual. Okay, she rolled up her jeans up to her knees to massage her legs to soothe her pain that she's constantly in. Okay, that her friends know about. Okay, I just got to give y'all context. Okay, next day, everything goes good. Next day, her friend comes and says, Oh, girl, I appreciate you trying to seduce my man with you rolling your, your, your jeans up to your knees. Who you think you is, sis? You can go up into your room in your house to go do that. Hi. 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 I don't hear you, sweetie. What's tea, sweetie? I'm sorry. Let me be serious, though. Okay, so your friend was offended because you had rolled up because you was massaging yourself in front of her man in her man's presence. Okay, I think the biggest thing that we need to focus on here in this scenario is intention. It's not always about what you do. It's about why you're doing it. Why are you doing what you're doing? The why I would argue is more important than the what. The why is the most important thing. When you, we look at crime shows, when we look at crazy things that happen, like why, why, why? That's the biggest thing that people are asking. We're not just asking what they're doing. We're asking why they're doing. When you look at like these criminal shows, the reasoning behind stuff could turn a case from first degree murder to second degree murder to, you know, and it could change things significantly. So I think the why is so important, right? So intention. Now we cannot be blinded to the fact that there are people who intentionally try to seduce your partner either directly or indirectly. You know, there are people that will literally be bold and brazen enough to try to flirt with your man, try to seduce your man right in front of you, okay? And so we can't be blinded to the fact that that does happen. Okay, we cannot be blinded to the fact that that does happen. Okay, there are, there are people that will do it right in front of your face. Okay, no care in the world. And, and what about it? <laughs> and I did. Yeah. And what you gonna do? Yeah. There are people that are just like that. So we're not going to be blinded to that fact. So based on what I read, your intention was to re relieve yourself of the pain that you are constantly in because of the accident that you were into, which you said that your friends knew prior, your friends had knowledge of this, right? And obviously I would think that she's a close friend of yours, meaning that you opened your home up to her. So I'm, I'm assuming that she knew this prior to staying with you as well, right? When I look at this intention, I don't think that you are trying to intentionally inflict pain onto her. And so being that we got the intention out the way, I think this is a classic case of projection and manipulation mixed along with a bit of insecurity. As you said that this woman, she has a history of being insecure, never being secure in her relationships, right? And so 
you could have triggered something in her. Maybe in her past, a friend had taken her man. Maybe in the past, she has dealt with infidelity in her relationship. So obviously, you could have reminded her of something from the past. Granted, it was still misplaced anger. It was still her coming at you completely out of order. But I think that it said more about her than it said about you. Oftentimes, we sit there and we can internalize things and it ain't got nothing to do with me like her pressing you about that literally had nothing to do with you especially because your intentions didn't have any malice in it so obviously it's growth that she needs to do on her part and she's trying to project that onto you trying to flip the script to make you the bad guy when in all actuality I don't think she's the bad guy in the situation either either I just think it was just misplaced anger and I think there's a lot going on with her that she hasn't worked through and it's easier to blame you and point the finger at you rather than sitting here in that discomfort of really facing the problem that she has head on so if I was in the situation I would pull her aside and have a honest conversation with her like sis you know I would never try to seduce your man. I tried to do the kind thing. I tried to save you some coin. I opened my house up to you. And you know I got into my accident. You know what I've been dealing with. So what's the real issue? Like what's going on? Because you know me. You know I would never do that. So for you to say that, um, it's like what's going on underneath everything? Like do you feel like um, he has a wandering eye? Do you feel like it? Because it ain't got nothing to do with you. And I feel like in the society that we we live in a get back society. Yeah, get your leak back. You know, like we, we see this all the time. Like, I'm gonna get you back like a revengeful society, a petty society. Like, oh, you thought I was trying to seduce your man. Let me really show you how you seduce your man. Now that you're accusing, you know, like when people accuse you of doing something and make you want to do it even more since you're accusing me of it. Anyway, I'm on it. Mine is well. I might as well just do it, right? So I feel like we live in a society like, okay, I'm going to really show you. Like, you you, you think I'm going to apologize to you? I'm going to really give you something worth an apology. You know what I mean? And I feel like it reminds me of this Bible verse. I'm going to pull it up, right? In Romans 12, verses 19, it says, Do not take revenge, dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written vengeance that belongs to me. Basically, the Lord is going to deal with that person. I feel like especially because this is somebody instead of being mad at them, I would honestly feel sad for her. Whenever somebody does something to me that makes me go, uh, what? Or something that offends me like, girl, why would I apologize? It would honestly make me feel sad for her. Like, girl, I feel so bad for you that you think me massaging my scar tissue from my accident is me trying to seduce your man. Like, that is sad sis like what is really going on like talk to me for real because at this point there is no way so it's like um instead of trying to get back instead of being petty instead of no I ain't finna apologize to you matter of fact <laughs> let me do this no I would just pray for her I would try to have an honest conversation with her because I feel like that woman is hurting if I would give you the advice keep her in your prayers and when I say keep her in your prayers you know how some people would be like, girl, I'm gonna keep you in my prayers. And that's the prayer. No, I actually mean spend some time praying for her because she going through some things. Okay. Now, with that being said, next question. <laughs>
So this next story is titled, Am I in the wrong for sneaking out of the restaurant after my fiance told me to pay for his and his friend's meal? Did I just read that right? Hold on. <laughs> Run it back, okay? Am I in the wrong for sneaking out of the restaurant after my fiance, my man, my man, my man, my man, my man, my man, told me to pay for his and his friend's meal. I ain't gonna pass my judgment too soon. Let's get into this story. I, female 33, have been engaged to my fiance, male 37, for five months. We do not share finances because that is what he wants. Cool. I got a raise on my salary. Now I earn 30% more than he does. And I noticed that he's been using this to ask me to pay for him and his friends. Woo! It's giving me manipulation. Let's continue. Whenever I say no, why should I pay for this? He responds with the 30%. That's why. He acts as if the 30% is unfair or as if I'm not deserving of it. Mm, 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 mm. Let's continue. Several times he has tricked me into paying for him and his friend's meal by asking me publicly. Ooh, chow. Let me say that I am too nice to say no. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I hate confrontation, especially when we're in public places like the restaurant. So I just grin and I pay. Let me stop right there. And I just got to give my two cents. OK, see, oftentimes when it comes to manipulative, narcissistic people, they know exactly who they can manipulate because he knows that you are somebody who is unproblematic. He knows that you are somebody who is not confrontational. He knows you are somebody who's trying to keep the peace. He knows he has to try you in public. And you know what? All of those characteristics that I said about you, you are somebody who tries to keep the peace. You are somebody who's not problematic, not confrontational, as you have read, as I have read so far. Those are great qualities. And I don't want whoever's watching or whoever's listening who has those characteristics to be like, well, well, am I not supposed to be like that? Am I, I think those are great qualities to have. And I feel like you should always stay true to who you are, regardless of the nonsense the world throws at you. I feel like you will ultimately get rewarded by the Lord for your goodness. So don't ever let people have you change who you are. If you're a nice person, if you're a caring person, if you're a good person, just because there are users and wicked people out there. But let's continue. I I, I don't want to give too much right now. Let me continue reading it because I'm hoping I'm praying. <laughs> that it changes and it turns around, okay? Last Tuesday, he asked me to join him and his buddies for dinner. I told him from the start, I wasn't paying for their food and they shouldn't expect me to. I know that's right, sis. Stand up, stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up and I'm glad you stand, uh, stand in your ground. You ever know when like, okay, so boom, right? Side Sidebar, right? So you ever have kids or... I don't have kids, but I used to be this kid who whenever I would want to ask my mom for something, I would wait till we were like in public when she was talking to her friends or when she was on the phone to ask her because I know she was more inclined to say yes. It was giving manipulative, right? That is manipulative. And that is exactly what he's doing, right? Very childlike behavior. And not only that, I'm glad that you stood your ground and you set your boundary prior to going out because over here it said he asked me to join. So it's giving me you adding me onto your plan. You already had these plans 
situated prior to me. Okay. I just want y'all to hold on to that. <laughs> hold on to it. You asked me to join y'all and your buddies for dinner. And you, I'm so glad you set your boundary prior to y'all even going out. You ever see like when you're going to like a grocery store and your, your mom is like, don't touch none. Don't look at none. Don't smell none. Don't look, cl close your eyes and walk behind me. Don't ask for nothing. I ain't paying for nothing. Don't touch nothing. Okay. It's giving me, yeah, it's giving me that type of energy. And it sucks that you have to do this with your fiance who is older than you. But let's continue the story. Okay. He said, I got this. No worries. Okay. So cool. He said, cool. He gonna pay this time. So we got to the restaurant, met his friends, ordered food. And in the middle of the meal, he leaned in and whispered that I would be paying for everything he and his friends ordered. Now I know you lying. What did I tell you in the house? What did I tell you in the house? Didn't, did, did she tell you in the house that she ain't gonna pay for none? This was already set up prior to her. And you gonna lean in and whisper, you gonna pay for everything we just ordered. Me and my friend. It's the and my friends that is sending me. I beg your pardon? That's one thing. If it's just you, because it's like my man, my man, my man. That's my fiance and I'm gonna stick beside him. But and the friends? Come on. Let me continue. Well, let, let, let me see what sis said. I got so mad and I whispered back, no, I know that's right. I know that's right. I know that's right. I'm so glad that you stuck to your guns. See, he know who to try because there are some people that love to make scenes. They'd be like, three, two, one, and action. And I'm finna turn up. Okay, that's you. But on the other hand, me, oh, I'm finna turn up. Okay, well, that's you. But on the other hand, me? Oh, I'm gonna turn up. He could have got him a woman like that. See, they know who to try, babe. <laughs> They know who to try. And I'm so glad that you did not make a scene and you just stuck to your guns and you said, no, right back in his ear. I know that's right, sis. I am proud of you. I'm proud that you standing up and you standing up for yourself. Let's continue. But he probably relied on me not causing a scene in public and in front of his friends. See, I told y'all, they know who to try. He said, you got enough money. You could pay for everybody's food. 30%, remember? Now, I know you lying. If you say that 30% one more time, it's giving me jealousy. See, when he constantly keeps on reminding you of that, it's giving me jealousy. See, oftentimes, I hate that society does this, but oftentimes, men, their ego and their masculinity is tied to how much money that they make, right? And oftentimes, society, that's how they, they value you. The more money you make, oh, you're that guy. And the less, you're not that guy, right? So oftentimes when the roles are reversed where you're the primary breadwinner and the, the woman makes more money than the men, the, the men who have their egos and their masculinity tied to how much money they make and their value is tied to how much money that they make, they will find things to humble you. That's why oftentimes you see these boss women get with men who don't make as much or women who make more than their partner. They often their partner will like cheat on them in a way to knock her off her pedestal, right? In a way to humble her. Or in this case, he's trying to 
literally take the money out your pocket yeah pay for me and my friends it's a way to kind of knock you down on a high horse that you think you are right and oftentimes if you are not solid within who you are it could kind of make you kind of feel insecure it could kind of make you think less of yourself and it could make you value yourself less because oftentimes women's value is often tied to what men think about them or how men treat them that's society right i'm not saying that i agree to that and that's not the system that i operate by i'm just saying how society especially nowadays works right so a lot of these women when they're insecure and their value is tied to what men think about them it'll knock them down and it'll make them feel less about themselves and knock down their self-esteem right so um i feel like this is a clear case of pure manipulation i ain't even done even reading this yet but girl i had to add my two cents i'm saying i'm saying girl i hope the boys listen to this too i love y'all i love my male listeners too i can help y'all too what's up where the brothers at the men of god stand up okay period let's just continue this and i'll just try to hold my commentary i hold my tongue to the end but sometimes i be feeling so triggered i just gotta give it to y'all when it's popping up in my brain okay let's continue I was fuming inside instead of reacting negatively and losing my temper girl I am so proud of you listen I admire to be half the woman that you are now I'm kidding (laughs) but no I I feel like I'm very similar because I'm not somebody that would make a scene either um it's gonna be a no for me and I'm gonna go home (laughs) I'm gonna holla at you later stink stink go on and wash them dishes in the back okay says I yeah that 30%, go earn your 30%. All right, well, we'll go wash 30% of them dishes. <laughs> That's what it's giving me. Let's do that instead. Anyways, um, but I'm so glad that you held your composure and you didn't react outwardly because I feel like that is a, a sign of emotional strength that you could compose yourself because of the environment that you're in. And that's just very admirable. Let's continue. You giving me you that girl. 30% up. Yeah. (laughs) Let's continue. I waited till the bills arrived. They were already split from the start when we first ordered. I paid for mine. Then I excused myself to go to the restroom. I then sneaked out, got into my car and went home. I know that's right, sir. I ain't mad at you. Listen, (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. I probably would have done the same thing. I probably would have done the same thing. I ain't gonna lie. Because I already set my boundary and you did not respect it. <laughs> I'm going to holler at y'all. Bye, Sting. Love you. You don't have to worry about me. You do not have to worry about me. Yeah. I started getting phone call from my fiance, then text asking where I was. I texted back saying that I did not appreciate how he put me in that situation, basically tricking me into paying for him and his friend's food. I told him that I went home and then I stopped replying. Period. See, there is so much we could learn from this woman. Listen, Miss Female 33-year-olds, you are that girl, okay? An hour later, he came home, started yelling at me and calling me selfish, irrational, cheapstake, and childish for sneaking. Hold on. I'm going to put a pause in here, right? I just want y'all to pay attention to the words that he is calling this woman. He is calling her selfish, irrational, cheapstake, and childish, okay? Keep that in mind. We're going to get back to those words afterwards, okay? Selfish, irrational, cheapstake, and childish for sneaking out and then leaving him stuck with the bill that he could not pay for. Let's pause right there. 
he could not pay for that bill. You see, in the back of his head, he once you said that you was not paying for the bill, he completely it went from one ear out the other. OK, and oftentimes when we know we ain't finna pay for something, we kind of overdo it a little bit. Yeah. If you was going to pay for something, you would get a four for four. But now that you know somebody else paying for it. Yeah. Let me get a number 10. Order what you would have got if you was the one paying stink. And yeah, let's let's do that instead. You see, because it's giving me you're taking advantage and you're taking this person's kindness for weakness. You know, she is a kind hearted woman. You know that she is somebody who does not like confrontation. And you know that she would have just complied in that moment and then had a conversation about it as she's done in the past. It's giving me manipulation and you taking this woman's kindness for weakness. And now that she stood up for herself and didn't want to get taken advantage over. Now she's selfish, irrational, cheesesteak and childish. You know what this sounds like? Projection. All those words that you was finna call her, look in the mirror and call it yourself. Say all those words to yourself because that's exactly what you are. You're projecting who you are onto me. Because all these things that he claims that you are is everything. That he is childish? I just said he was exhibiting childlike behavior. That's what I used to do as a child. When my mama had to set boundaries for me, don't touch none before we get into the grocery store. Childlike. So he had to call his brother for help. We got into a loud argument. He walked out. His friends didn't speak to me on this, but he told me that they were disappointed in my behavior. What? Because they couldn't pay for it either. They was holding on to you paying for it. Mind you, this was an outing that they that he invited you to after the fact. Okay, I just want y'all to <laughs> hold on to that real quick. Okay, his friends didn't speak to me, but they said they were disappointed in her behavior. And they were telling him that he needs to take time and reflect on the type of woman he was going to get married to. The irony. So she is asking, was she in the wrong? And she added some extra info. It says he said that because the restaurant wasn't expensive that I could have just paid. Why couldn't you just pay <laughs> immediately? No. Number two, he admitted not telling me about it till later, knowing that I'd refuse. He still thinks my reaction was childish and unacceptable. Lord have mercy. <clears throat> First of all, what I would say, the conversation of marriage should be reconsidered. Okay, you guys need to reconsider even getting married because do you really want to get married to somebody who is manipulative? Who does not respect your boundaries? I think this is something good that happened because God is revealing that this is not somebody that you got any business getting married to. Um, I'm glad that this is just your fiance and not your husband because there's time to turn back around. Put your best running shoes on and run up out of it that relationship see the way you ran up out of that restaurant yeah you gonna have to excuse yourself and run out of that relationship that's what i would say to you i think the mature part of me wants to say that you shouldn't have walked out of the restaurant and should have just had a conversation with him rather than um the way that you reacted but honestly i think it was justified Honestly, I really do think it was justified oftentimes like because you already had the conversations with him prior to coming out and you set your boundary prior to everything and it was obviously not respected. I probably would have just excused myself as well. You weren't respected and I think that you were very mature for not reacting outwardly. I think you're very mature in your emotions. You have a lot of emotional maturity. I don't think that you're in the wrong. I think that 
this happening was a great thing and it just gives you something to reconsider on the other hand in terms of him very manipulative see oftentimes people who are manipulative they are great at storytelling and flipping the script right and that's exactly what he did he flipped the script and made you the bad guy okay and in the bible it says in matthew 7 verses verses 5 you hypocrite first take the log out of your own eye then you can see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye so what does that mean i think this verse directly correlates with this situation because oftentimes people are just so focused in making you wrong and finding the wrong in you and finding the bad in you that it blinds them to the things that are wrong in them it's like you have this log in your eye that's blocking you before you can take the speck out of mine don't focus on what i got going on here babe focus on that log in yours before you can see the speck in mine you focus on the wrong thing so honestly not to go off on a tangent because i do have one more story left but long story short you're not in the wrong and baby run baby run run forest run that's what it's looking like marriage only amplifies what is currently going on so baby i know you don't want a life of manipulation and boundaries not being respected okay use this as a lesson and go on about your business okay let's get into the next story now this is the third and final story and the title is am i in the wrong for asking my daughter-in-law to seek help okay let's get into it so this story was sent in by the mother-in-law so she is a 56 year old woman she says my youngest son is 30 years old recently married to his wife who is 29 years old we live in different states and usually only see each other for holidays etc our son's older brother who is 33 was recently diagnosed with autism while our younger son and his now wife her daughter-in-law were still dating he bought her home to us so we could meet her. She's always been a little off. Hmm. Okay. Let's continue. You you already you already telling the story a, 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 a little strange, mama. <laughs> Hold on. Let, 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 let's continue. She's shy and awkward and prefers doing stuff on the computer rather than being outdoors. Okay my husband and i are very outdoorsy people and live an active life so i guess we clash a little bit there she's always been nice and in the beginning of their relationship she participated in a lot of our activities even if she wasn't great at them she comforted our older son after his diagnosis which was a very hard blow for us okay so so far so good i ain't got nothing to say cool let's continue she said she also felt awkward and weird at times and that it was okay to be different. Okay, so, so far, so good. Daughter-in-law seems pretty cool. She's probably not as into the outdoors as y'all are, but she seems, she seems cool. And after the diagnosis of their oldest son being diagnosed with autism, which is strange for him to go undiagnosed um, for all those years, typically people children get diagnosed with autism in their school age years being that autism is a whole spectrum there's people that have autism that you wouldn't even know so um it's a whole spectrum there's people that are functioning and can function very as if it's almost undetectable but being diagnosed with it 
later on in your life can be quite a transition so I feel like she's showing your oldest son some compassion and letting him know that it's cool to be different like it's not it's not a bad thing to be different and sometimes she doesn't always fit in with everyone so I feel like she's just trying to show him compassion as he copes with this new diagnosis I don't see nothing wrong but let's continue I suspected maybe she met this as a way of telling us that she was on the spectrum too now mama you know you wrong so I already don't like where this is going I feel like her making that inference or jumping to that conclusion that she is also on the spectrum is the biggest reach that I've ever I've ever seen okay her comforting your son to tell him like listen it's cool to be different I don't always fit in is not like oh she must be on the spectrum too and even if you did have that mentality or if that was what popped into your mind being that Earlier, you wrote that this diagnosis has been a transition for everyone and it's been like hard on everyone. I don't think that it would be an issue if you're like, hey, um, do you know anybody who has autism? Have you have you dealt with somebody or have you dealt with anything? Because, you know, it's it's new to our family. You know, we don't really know how to go about this. We don't really know what to do. Like, do you have any like, I don't know, you know, especially if this is something new to y'all. I have never dealt with this. Honestly, dealing. I have a brother who is on the autistic spectrum and I know dealing with it isn't always easy on the person who has been diagnosed along with the family who has to be with them day to day. It's a transition for everybody. So I'm speaking from experience as well, right? So I don't feel like it would have been wrong on you if you had said, hey, like this is something new to all of us. Do you have any sort of experience with this that you could share that could help me help him? Like, and we could help. Do you know everything? Because you seem to be connecting with him. You seem to like be, you know, see, it isn't about what you say. It's about how you say it here. It seems like you were just jumping to conclusions, mama. You thought this meant this meant she was telling y'all that she was on the spectrum too. She never said that mama. She never said that. About two years ago, they had their first kid. They had some issues conceiving and lost their baby before having their daughter. She's a great kid and we love her so much. Ever since the daughter was born, my daughter-in-law has become even more awkward towards us. I wonder why, mom. We invited them over to celebrate 4th of July. Daughter-in-law was tired and didn't participate in any of the outdoor activities. Okay, she's not an outdoorsy girl. She's a computer girl, which is not an issue. You do you and I'm going to do me. Anyways, let's continue. Instead, she insisted on working on her computer while our son was the one playing with his daughter outdoors. I asked her what she was doing in front of the screen all the time. And she just told me she was just catching up on some work. This seemed a bit, a bit off to me because why wouldn't she want to play with her husband and her kid outside? Mama, you reaching. You must have long arms. Because you... <laughs> Anyways, let me stop playing. My husband and I spoke privately about our worries that she wasn't participating in her daughter's childhood at all. What? Huh? Let, hold on. Okay, let me just remind y'all that this lady said that her and her son live in two different states and they only see them on holidays, etc. So you're telling me being that you spend such little time with them, you guys live in two different states, you don't see them day to day. You're telling me you and your husband spoke privately 
saying that this lady is not an active participant in her daughter's life. Are you kidding me? Do you have evidence of this? Do you have evidence of her being an absent mother? See, oftentimes we make these conclusions about people after spending such limited time with them, after looking at a moment of them. And you use this small moment, this limited time to draw conclusions about their character in its entirety. And you're wrong. You're out of order. You're out of line. Right. And from the beginning, reading this, she said she always seemed a bit off. So you already had these preconceived notions about her. Y'all already didn't like her. And you already thinking, oh, she's a little weird. She don't even like doing what we do. And she giving me very much. She on a spectrum too. And you have absolutely no evidence of that. Y'all was just looking for a reason not to like her. Y'all was just looking for a reason not to like her. And now you guys are challenging her motherhood. Being that she's not an outdoorsy person and her father is, go play with your daddy outside. I'm inside. Let me get, catch up on some work. I don't think there was anything wrong with that. Anyways, let's just continue with this story, okay? Because, baby, it gets worse, okay? We both agreed that we should talk to her about it. After dinner, yes, there was drinks involved. See, immediately now. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. So y'all already thinking she a little weird. Y'all already coming for her motherhood. And then y'all gonna get alcohol involved and try to have a conversation with her. See, there's a time and a place for everything. If drinks are involved and you're trying to have a conversation as sensitive as this one, baby, it is not the time and it is not the place. Okay, so boom, she said there was drinks involved. I went away to do the dishes and I heard raised voices. When I came back to the table, daughter-in-law was crying as my husband was telling her off quite sharply. Now I know you lie. Quite sharp. See, like I said, it's not about what you say. It's about how you say it. You saying he was telling her off quite sharply, plus you drunk on top of that? Oh, no, ma'am. He said some things that may have been a little harsh, but nothing un untrue. Do you have any evidence of that? Do you have any evidence? That's what I'm saying. Where is the proof? Where is the proof? It was all a lie. Guys, it was all a lie. She lied. She stormed off crying instead of discussing the issue further. Mom, I just need to say this. My question is, why would she want to continue the conversation further? First of all, there's drinks involved. You guys are saying it out of judgment see oftentimes when you want to speak to somebody about something very sensitive you have to be coming out of a place of compassion and love then it would have been different but the fact that your husband was using harsh words you said it may have been a bit harsh but nothing untrue excuse me i beg your pardon i beg your pardon let me continue lord this this whole thing is just triggering me first of all the question isn't even if you in the wrong we'll tell you why you in the wrong okay so she stormed off crying instead of discussing the issue further i followed her see another one another one baby why are you following her into the room trying to force her to have a conversation that obviously caused her so much pain you out of order anyways I followed her trying to talk her da talk down the situation and told her we were just worried about her and them as a couple and their daughter. Let's just break this down. Your husband just said some out of order stuff. He was drunk. He said some harsh words accusing her of being a bad mother. Y'all already thought she was weird. Boom. So now she stormed off crying. She's heard about it. You followed her. And then you said, you think that she should seek help and counseling for autism, not just seek help and counseling. You said for autism, mama, is you a doctor? 
you got a phd you out here diagnosing people you got a phd mama you can't just be out here diagnosing people it's like if i see somebody acting weird and it's like "Mm -mm, i think she needs to go to the doctor for this it's giving me schizophrenia what anyways she told her she should seek seek help or counseling for autism as i figured that that's why she was struggling with motherhood she was extremely offended as anyone would be you can't just be out here diagnosing people miss doctor miss doctor you giving me dr seuss you giving me dr dre you giving me dr pepper <laughs> stop laughing stop it's gonna be very much yeah <laughs> oh that was good that was good let me stop playing though let me stop playing though honestly mama you a bully but let's continue she was extremely offended and told me she was not autistic but struggling from ppd for those of y'all who don't know what ppd is it's postpartum depression which is seen often for new mothers who just had a baby okay postpartum depression and it just it's sad because this is said from the perspective of the mother-in-law us as women you know we should have the most compassion for each other you know that this woman had trouble conceiving right and after they had their daughter instead of having that compassion for her because she is your daughter she married into your family she's married to your son they have a child together that is your family as well and to see you bullying her instead of having compassion for her as a woman would you're a mother yourself So instead of taking her under your wing and guiding her as her mother-in-law, you're bullying her and you're causing her a lot of pain. It's just like, honestly, right now, I kind of feel sad for her. Like you guys didn't like her to begin with. And now you're telling her that the reason that she's struggling with motherhood and the reason why she's a bad mother is because you think she's on the spectrum and she needs to seek help what you're so judgmental your intentions could have been pure and you could have really wanted to help her okay you could have really wanted to help her deep down in your soul but i think the delivery was all the way out of order it was not your place to say that to her what i would have done i'm not even done reading the whole entire story and we're gonna get into it but what i would have done was grab your son Pull your son aside because in the Bible, in Matthew 18, it says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. See, y'all try to embarrass her at the dinner table after y'all down some drinks. That's when y'all want to press her about and and diagnose her. Speaking about place, it was not your place. You should have grabbed your son to the side. Son, I love you and I love your wife. I love your family. But I've observed that you know there's some things that are concerning and i just want to make sure y'all are straight have a conversation out of love compassion so boom they packed their bags they left in a hurry later we saw that she unfriended both my husband and me on facebook and blocked us from messaging her they have not spoken to us since our son is apparently furious according to his brother we cannot reach out to explain our side of things and now we're blocked I ain't saying that they right, but I ain't saying that they wrong either because what you did was out of order. I think that what they did, even though I don't agree because that is their family, y'all are family, okay? When you get married, you're not just marrying your partner, you're marrying it into their family as well. And I know the girls love to say it's us against the world, Bonnie and Claude, it's us against everybody else. But honestly, that community, that family, 
we want that we want that love and that family and that community and the fact that they blocked y'all I don't think it's the right thing to do I think it's I think you're just going to have to give them time to have that conversation when they're ready to have that conversation. Cause what you did was so hurtful. Like even I, I just feel so much compassion for this woman. Um, after reading everything you said but I think that their reaction is not surprising to me being that in the Bible it says in Proverbs 15 verses 1 soft answer turns away wrath but harsh words stir up anger and this just goes back to the fact that it's not about what you say it's how you said it you yourself said that your husband used harsh words that weren't untrue right and so those harsh words steered up anger. So why are you surprised that your son is furious? Why are you surprised that she's furious? Why are you surprised that you are blocked? It's not about what you say. It's how you said it. I'm not surprised at what they did. Um, I'm not in agreement with what they did because I feel like you can't just block people out of your life, especially if it's family. I know there's some people listening and watching right now like, oh, I can because I used to be one of them people. One thing about me, I'm a block. <laughs> the block button is my favorite one. But what I've learned in my experience that it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't solve anything, especially when it comes to family and blocking off family, you know, holding that resentment, holding that hurt and pain it's one thing to block like strangers or people trolls online or people who are insignificant but like family it's 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 always tough and it's always difficult and it's always complex it's not it's not as simple right it's not as simple as like oh you're blocked as it would for a stranger or somebody who's simply annoying and insignificant to your life so like I said it's not am I in the wrong we just explained why you in the wrong and my advice to you would just to be patient um let some time go by let them cool off you know sometimes but when you let some time goes go by and people are able to understand the way that they feel and you apologize genuinely and letting them know that your intention was not to hurt them and your delivery was all the way wrong take accountability mama because you was all the way wrong take accountability I was in the wrong and I apologize for that. But at the end of the day, I love you. And my intention was not to hurt you. I don't want to be blocked away from your family. I love you as my daughter. I love you as my son. I love y'all daughter. And I apologize for that. And I never want to hurt you. But um, I think it's a learning experience from you. Know your place. Run your race, mama. And them long arms. Stop reaching. Period. And yeah, that is our segment for today. It's called, Am I in the Wrong? Lord, that was a doozy. My head is literally thumping. I know y'all thought I was joking, but I'm literally going to need an Advil after this one. I am, whew, I'm overwhelmed. I am overwhelmed. Okay, but um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for coming back. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for rocking with your girl. Thanks for sticking beside me. And I will see y'all on my next episode. Bye.